welcome. This is an awesome podcast. This yeah. is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> to the Jeff. It's a lot of whiskey, Jeff. Macalino. Jeff Macalino. 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 Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 99. One more for uh, 100. Uh, What's to come in 100? Uh, Well, it's going to be a celebration of the show. Might have a couple of uh, pop-ins, messages maybe from some old, uh, old prior guests on the podcast. Uh, They could be young or old, I suppose. Uh, (laughs) But uh, you'll find out next week. Uh, this week, episode 99 may, it's definitely one of the favorites I've ever recorded because I'm not going to take up much time because, uh, I spoke with Chris Devin and, uh, another guest from across the pond. There's been a lot of those lately. And episode 101 is also going to be with somebody from, uh, the, uh, the United Kingdom. Chris Devin, uh, I think I talked to him for an hour and a half. And I know I say this a lot. I don't always mean it. The time flew by. Like, I thought we were maybe 40 minutes in. Um, Had probably the biggest laugh I've ever had on the podcast on this one, I think. Um, It's, it's, I don't know. You'll probably catch it and uh, maybe you'll enjoy it. Uh, But Chris Devin, he's got a YouTube channel. Uh, you can also find them on all the socials, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, I believe Twitter. Um, sure, I got a Twitter link for him. There we go. Uh, Comedy Beef is his YouTube channel. Please do me a favor. Go to the show notes right now and hit subscribe. He's got some really funny stuff on there and uh, would love to see his uh, YouTube subscription numbers explode. Um, very funny dude. Uh I talked to him about so many things I, I can't even list, but we, you know, we talked about, uh, YouTubing. We talked about, you know, people supporting their, uh, for content creator friends, uh, and how difficult it is to get some, some free, simple help from people like, you know, going and clicking subscribe. Um, I had a great time. We, uh, did not get to talk about algebra. I had that on my list here. We just didn't get to it. Apologies to Chris for that. I'll make sure next time we talk that we will uh, we'll have a whole segment committed to algebra. Um, that's that's a joke. He'll get it. <laughs> I think I think we may have joked about it on the podcast. I don't know. Um, all right, going to keep the intro short because the episode's longer than normal, but well worth your time. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Flaviar. This is the club you'll be telling all your friends about. Taste exciting craft and premium spirits. Access exclusive drinks and learn the ways of a true whiskey aficionado. All of a sudden, you'll find yourself with a personal home bar from the best of bourbon, scotch, rum, gin, or tequila, and heaps of story to tell. Visit the link in the show notes to uh, get your subscription to Flaviar and get the discount for being a listener of the Jeff Macalino podcast. This podcast is also brought to you by Ibotta. That's the cash back shopping, cash back saving app. Ah, 
You know what it is. If you don't, go click on it and download it. Register. Start making money back on your purchases every day. You can save at Publix, Target, Walmart, liquor stores, Kroger, wherever you are. There's plenty of stores in your area. Uh, I didn't even realize I had it linked right to my ABC account. So I didn't even have to submit my receipt. It just popped up on my phone that I got $2 back for buying something that I was already going to buy. ABC's a liquor store, if I didn't mention that. So, you know, I was going to buy it anyways. And, uh, you know, look, if, if again, if, if you can't save money, then go click on my Patreon. Or I think there's a link in the show notes even for, for uh, a way to support this podcast. Just throw me a few bucks a month if, if you're, you're that rich that you don't need to just get money back for stuff you're already buying. Use the link in the show notes below. So they know I sent you and you get a first-time deal. All right, enough blabbing from me. Uh, Click that link for Chris Devin's YouTube channel. Hit subscribe and then sit back, relax, and enjoy Chris Devin and me. All right, everybody. I am very pleased to have Chris Devin on the Jeff Macalino podcast. How are you, Chris? Hey, Jeff. I'm wonderful, man. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I've been I've been talking to uh, I feel like I've been talking to a lot of people on your side of the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're a friendly bunch. You know, we're nice. Or we're mostly nice. You know, I, the, the ones I've encountered. See, yeah, so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I'll point out the bad ones to you, mate. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it would be it would probably it's kind of a self-selecting group like people who you would have on your podcast. People would agree to come on. Probably not assholes. Probably not really. Doesn't yeah. fit re- well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I am a, a, a disgracefully uh, grumpy old man, or at least I'm sort of heading into that grumpy old man territory. So, you know, I'm in my mid-30s now. I've, I've you know, became a father last few years. You know, I, I'm getting to that point now where, look, I, 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 I never want to wear denim again, and you can't make me wear jeans ever again you can't make me i ain't doing it and 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 i'm at that point now where it's just you know i'm, I'm gonna start making the rules okay as long as as long as everyone's cool with that i'm cool with you you know what i mean you know what i'm saying yeah i want to do what i want to do yeah no i went yeah. I, I i i just i turned 35 well i guess december so i'm turning 36 in december Oof. okay uh but yeah, I went through that phase, I think, in my mid-20s, because I, I, I had my first kid at 22, uh, got married at 24, or 23, I think, mm-hmm. had my second kid at 24, had back surgery at 24, or 25, whatever, close enough, so I was like, you know, through all that, like, so I've, then I got divorced at 27, I'm like. That's a busy few years, dude. It was it was a busy uh, yeah my twenties were quite a quite a uh, a life experience yeah yeah and uh, yeah that's pretty much since twenty seven I've been that like fuck it I'm gonna do what I want you can't tell me what to do anymore <laughs> yeah good man yeah see I'm just figuring that out now I'm thirty four thirty thirty yeah I'm thirty four wow I forgot my own age wow yeah thirty four that's it you know definitely thirty four <laughs> turning thirty five in a couple of months. Um, so, so yeah, I, I've got to the point now where it's just like, nah, do you, do you know what? I, I'd like jeans ain't happening anymore. Um, you know, will I wear pants today? It, it's debatable. Okay. It's debatable. I mean, 
and also this like global pandemic i don't know if you've heard of it um <laughs> you know had a had a, an impact on on my wardrobe choices as well because i have just have less and less clothing now because i i just don't care <laughs> like yeah. if you look at like the youtube videos and stuff you'll see like just white t-shirts everywhere the only reason I made that decision is because we're back when I started my YouTube channel. Um, my wife said, no, you look good in white. That's the only reason. <laughs> it's, it's not a clever marketing decision. It's not a branding thing. It's, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's literally my wife, you know, isn't appalled by me in a white t-shirt. So that's the only reason. So I've got a handful of white t-shirts. I've got a pair of jeans. I got some gym clothes because you know, I, I, I do try. I, mean, you know, <laughs> I try, you know, and that is it. That's all I've got to my name now. It's wonderful, wonderful, Jeff. It's uh, uh, people who watch my YouTube videos or podcast clips sometimes comment like, why do you wear the same like four shirts all the time? I, I own like 80, 90 T-shirts probably. I've got a ridiculous <laughs> amount of T-shirts in my house. But especially when when COVID was going on and you, you, you know you weren't going to work or really going anywhere, uh, I'm just like I I I wear my clothes when you know, you know a day or two later when I decide I want to shower and clean myself up, throw it in the washing machine. When I run out of clothes, I run the washing machine, throw them in the dryer, and I just take new shirts out of the dryer. So it <laughs> these are that's my rotation. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a system that works for us mid thirties guys. Okay, leave us to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, we, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna look sexy for nobody no more. <laughs> no, well, I think you know just the uh, the comfort of uh, being yourself and just being content. I feel like that should be the new sexy. <laughs> yeah, it is though, man. It it def it definitely is. It definitely is. Unless unless yourself is an axe murderer, in which case, don't be yourself. Be someone else, um, but but yeah, it's 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 definitely it's I I I hope I wish for everyone to get to that stage in life where they just go nah, do you know what I, I'll just I'll just be me today, you know I'll just make do and and as a as a as a sort of actor performer type person who writes things and tries to make things, um, it's it's even more important for me because I I very very much get into the habit of seeing something I love and thinking, oh, I want to try that. And then failing miserably. You know, I, 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 even when I'm giving people advice, I say, you know, do you just do you just do you, but then I'll fail miserably at being me the following week. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'll go away and make something like a comedy sketch or something. And, and it's just like, this just, this just isn't me. It just doesn't suit me at all. I'd, I'd come across as sort of phony and fake and, and not authentic. And then when I am just doing my own thing, whatever that thing is, it just feels natural and sure enough it comes across a bit better sometimes maybe yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> no yeah. it's it's the uh being your authentic self mm. i think in today's especially you know you look at podcasts and stuff uh and even you know stand up comedy uh i think of comparing it to the older days of you know listening to radio a lot of people <clears throat> were acting on the radio yeah. they weren't being themselves uh it was same with you know rodney dangerfield and and larry the cable guy they they weren't being themselves they were playing a character yeah yeah yeah, yeah now I, I don't think that's really what people want i think they want the people who are gonna bear their soul a little bit and yeah. obviously still be funny but i think they i think people are kind of gravitating towards the you know genuine authentic people not yeah. just fake phony people <laughs> yeah radio is a perfect example actually thinking about it because 
this whole thing started for me with radio. I sort of got into um, radio and, and got obsessed with it around sort of 2010, 11. And, um, and that's when everything kind of, kind of started on this sort of weird sort of content slash acting media kind of journey um, that I've been on since. And um, I was sort of being mentored and I was around a lot of people in, in the industry at the time that grew up with, you know, radio presenters that sound like this and only like this 24 hours a day. And, 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 and I was being sort of trained to sort of do that and, and failing miserably because, because I wasn't being myself. And at the same time, podcasts were getting really big, right? Podcasts were getting bigger and bigger and bigger at the time. And I was starting to really get into them as well. And, um, and, and the podcasts kind of was, were different because you listen to them like, oh, these people are just, are just having a, a chat. That's lovely. I mean, you know, you get some podcasts where it is literally just people having a chat and it's, it's mind numbingly boring. And I'll try really hard, everyone, not to be one of those today. I'm, really, I'm doing my best. Okay. Um, Jeff's going to look after me. All right. Um, but, uh, but, uh, but, but when on the radio, the only time I was kind of doing anything on the radio that I really enjoyed is when I could just go and be myself. They put me on this, Friday night slot in the middle of the night. You can have three hours in the middle of the night. You guys go and do what you want. And it was so much fun. Bit of a trial by fire because I didn't know what I was doing. I'd never been in a radio station before. But it was like a trial by fire. It was like, okay, can I just jump into a live studio situation and be funny for three hours? Hey, can I do it for three minutes? Let's start with that first. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll, we'll work our way up to three hours. So I'm sure, like, going back, I'm sure, like, 90 percent of it was an absolute car crash but you know it was definitely that sign it was like oh no i love this i want to do things like this get behind the mic write some content create some silly characters put on funny voices whatever i want to do stuff like this and that's when it all started when it was like okay i can't do the formulaic generic radio announcery type stuff i can't do it i tried i even had several breakfast shows here there and everywhere and I, I went vastly over time, crash into the news. We haven't got time for this interview because you were talking too much about your leg. And, 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 I, and, and you know, I just, I just didn't have that control um, because I wanted to come up with original stuff and, and go mad. So after the radio show finished at like 9, 10 a.m., I'd have an empty studio to myself for the rest of the day. So I started trying voiceovers out and, and here we are. So there you go. That's the biography out of the way. Good night, everyone. <laughs> I, uh, when I, when I go on podcasts, I, I always will, uh, if I'm guesting, I will scout out and be like, all right, what level of intoxication do I need to be to make this the best show I can? Yeah, that's a, that's a good trick. I've only learned that recently. I like that. I like yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> I went on, I went on a mental health one where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to drink water. I'm not going to be drunk at all. Cause this is, uh -huh. you know, a heartfelt, serious show. Um, and I've also on the other on the other side of things, I blacked out drunk during a couple of podcasts I've done. Really? Where, oh yeah. Like I one time I actually um one time I did not remember. I remember starting the podcast and then I woke up on my couch and I'm like, what happened? And I, I went back and watched <laughs> yeah. the podcast and I could see at a certain point I just got a blank stare. And just kind of put my head down and like five, 10 minutes before the podcast ended, I just disappeared. <laughs> I just closed oh. my computer. Oh, I love um, this. I've I'm never like, been actual, I've never been drunk, intoxicated on a podcast. I've had 
I've had a drink or so, but but I've never actually gone. Do you know what? I'm doing this one drunk tonight. I've never done that. Even all the time I was on the radio. I mean, I've had some very, very early mornings on the radio after some very, very late nights. Right. Yeah. So so I mean, there's no way I was completely with it. You know, there's there's absolutely no way. Um, I had to do a, a breakfast show in 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 Brussels, um, in the uh, in, in Brussels city centre in this in this old, like sort of office converted office building, and it was like office buildings, like real corporate offices. Yeah, they're always either freezing cold or boiling hot, aren't they? They never quite get it right with the aircon. It's never quite yep. <laughs> comfortable enough. Well, they decided to 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 sort of harness the power of the goddamn sun. Um, for this, for this, for this, for this studio, I was in this tiny little little booth, and it was about six a.m. And I was having this sort of uh, guided tour around Brussels the day before, and 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 Brussels make excellent beer, ladies and gentlemen. And there's no way I was sober for that. And again, it's it's a, it's a breakfast show I don't remember doing. But sometimes <laughs> when you're really out of it, either really drunk, really hungover, or really ill, those are your best shows because you try so hard to convince people that you've got it together, you accidentally deliver a really well-produced piece of work. And it's like, oh, God damn it, that sounded good. <laughs> you know? Sometimes it can go the other way and you can have your best shows after one or two, right? Yeah, yeah. I, my, um, I'm remembering it, I, it was my buddy's birthday and uh, I had agreed to go on this guy who's three hours behind me time-wise. So I was going on at like 11 p.m. my time. And I thought, you know, we were supposed to be having kind of a quiet Tuesday night kind of uh, uh, night for his birthday, but uh, it didn't end up being that way. And I, I don't know why I was fooled into thinking that it would be that way. Uh, so I'm like 30 minutes late for the podcast. I don't, I'm blacked out drunk. Um, I, I went and checked my messages with the guy and I'm like, oh, it looks like I did actually, uh, do it <laughs> like yeah. go on his show so yeah. a couple days later he tagged me in it and i'm like oh i can i can just hear it in my voice so that's and and, and it, the worst part was he was having me on and i didn't really scout his podcast and he wanted me to do like just stand up which i'm like that's rough to do with one person like you you do stand up in an, in front of an audience so I'm like, well, let me just tell you a couple funny stories. And they're stories I should not have told, frankly. <laughs> they're stories I wouldn't tell on my podcast. But this <laughs> podcast that will remain unnamed, I told some some a couple doozies. And then I he must have convinced me to to dig in because I started like doing like in my phone. I have like just a few words here and there. Uh, and I have notebooks all over the house where I'm like, this is a good premise for a joke. I'm going to, I'm going to jot this down and I'm going to work on this. So I'm on his, his, this guy's podcast and I'm working out brand new material that I've never written a joke for, let alone, and I'm doing oh, this man. blackout drunk. And I'm like, he, I'm like, I wonder how long we recorded. Cause he edited it. So it did sound better. Um, Cause I know that I, it, it had to be, I, the jokes just weren't good. Cause they were half baked, like not even yeah. half baked. Yeah. And it was like, Oof. And then I, I'm listening. I'm like, a couple of these are going to work. I, I'll write those down because if I could get a yeah, there decent... you go. <laughs> it was a productive experience. That's... It was good. It was good in the end. You managed to work out some material, you know, that's good stuff. And, you know, feel yeah, 
you don't have to share the name and, and, and link to that podcast if you don't want to, but you know, you could always email it to me later and you know what I mean? <laughs> um, you, you, you've hit on something there and I think you do some stuff on YouTube as well, don't you? After one or two drinks. And I think, I think this <laughs> is, this is, this is like a, I've got this like mental kind of checklist in my mind of like the type of content I want to do Then you know, there's lots of things I really, really want to do. And one of the things on that list genuinely is I want to do some kind of content, a video or a show or whatever, a live stream. I don't know, but I want to do it drunk, Jeff. <laughs> Everything I've done so far has been stone cold sober. And I think, okay, that's fine. That's fine. You know, I have responsibilities. I'm a father now. I can't be drunk all the time, but still there's just, there's just something about making some kind of, video we need to brainstorm some ideas i think man because i just think i don't know i don't know yeah i'm not the guy who thinks thinks i'm probably funny or drunk but then again my wife would probably say never ever go on air drunk ever in front of a live mic. you're so annoying she does say that i sing a lot when i'm drunk and um <laughs> i think i can hold a tune but i don't think anyone needs to hear me drunk singing because it just goes on forever and ever and ever so so it won't be it won't be music themed anyway, but I'd like to do something. It's uh, under, I, under some I, kind I, of influence. Wine, can... <laughs> wine or whiskey or both. Why not? I I can tell you the key to it is record the video and make sure you edit it the following day when you're sober. Uh, do not. I would not suggest doing it live, especially not the first time, because right. because you there's a lot of my thing. Drunk Jeff eats, and there are some episodes. There's one episode where I hadn't had alcohol in 36 hours before uh -huh. I recorded it. And I won't reveal which one, but it's not one that people would have actually guessed because uh -huh. I acted drunk. <laughs> That's the, the latest one I put out. I shot on a Friday. I uh -huh. did a, a Rick and Morty's uh, style drunk Jeff feats. It was my, it's my favorite one I've ever done because I had a bunch of costume changes and stuff. And it was actually... But the beginning of it, my buddy's like, my buddy came over the night I recorded it and we're talking for a little bit. I'm like, hey, watch this video I just put together. And he's like, wait, if you recorded this two hours ago, how are you so much more sober now? I'm like, it's called acting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's I, called was, acting. I was on my first drink when I recorded the first scene. Yeah. Uh, and, and one of the things was in, in this one, I you know, I don't know if you watch Rick and Morty, but traveling to, to different universes yeah. and realities. Yeah. So one of them I was doing was a sober Jeff. Uh, yeah. So so it's like I couldn't be shit. I couldn't be shitty drunk and then be like, <laughs> OK, now I need to talk perfectly and be sober. I had to be, a, a you know. Yeah, 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 exactly. You've got you've got to you've got to you've got to be your authentic self. Right. That's what we said. That's what we said, right? This drink's kicking in. I'm gonna let it kick in. Yeah, I'm yeah. Do it in style. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it's it's freeing. It's uh, I I have learned. I'm, I'm such an alcoholic. I've learned that even like, like I'll, I'll again to to tell more than I should tell my audience. But uh, it's two two thirty when I started this. I will probably be drinking this much whiskey, probably. 15 of these before i go to bed tonight um i should have i i, I should have i should have brought up well, i would have brought a whiskey into the studio with me i am definitely partial to one but i jeff i've rather uh, you might want to edit in some sad music now 
I've run out of whiskey. There's no more in the house. Oh my god, that's that, that hasn't happened in a long time, man. I uh, I don't I don't know I don't know what I'm gonna do. I've got I, none in the house. What am I supposed <laughs> to do after this show? I like to celebrate with a whiskey after a good show, and I just think, I I what am I gonna do? I, I can't celebrate with Coke. You know? <laughs> well. Different kind nobody, of nobody, nobody isolate that audio, okay? <laughs> okay. I'll lose my job. You understand? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I've got, you know, I, I don't have any left. So, so yeah. It, it's, uh, now <laughs> I did go to the liquor store actually, uh, two hours ago. Good man. Um, but I definitely had two days worth of whiskey still in the house. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I, I know myself, I don't let it dwindle down. That's the worst thing is when <laughs> I, I become like a scavenger for, for booze. And it used to happen, but I've, I've really, you know, during COVID is when I really got good about making sure I, I even like stashed a bottle uh, away that I did actually have to use because I mm. got, I got lazy. Uh, I, I was, I had liquor was supposed to be delivered to my house on a on a monday and okay. for whatever reason it got postponed till tuesday and uh it was like oh i'm gonna have to break out the the emergency bottle now <laughs> that's the time to use it yeah that's fair enough that's fair enough yeah. i had one of those um i had one of those craft beer subscription things um a, a few years ago uh, i got it like you know when you get like these free trials and and it's like you know all you have to do is pay for shipping and then there's nine hundred thousand pounds on those three months and 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 then I sort of I forgot to cancel because that's what we do. That's how that's how they make their money. I'm sorry if this podcast is sponsored, by the way. Um, but uh, but that's how they make their money, right? Subscribe, okay. We'll 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 send you a free package, and then the following month it'll be thirty five, thirty six, ninety nine, whatever, 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 whatever. Anyway, I was really enjoying it, so I'm not going to carry on. I'm going to stick with this. But then I moved house. I forgot to tell oh. them. <laughs> so, so, whoever got whoever lived there got a nice surprise <laughs> like i moved i moved like an hour away and and oh the the poor sweet wonderful people that moved into our old house drove all the way out here to drop it off oh wow <laughs> i was like there are there are there are some good people in the world man like that's so lovely like this fat, lazy, alcoholic son bitch didn't even cancel his beer subscription <laughs> because he's that drunk all the time. He doesn't even remember where his beer is, and 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 I'm I'm nice enough and sweet and decent enough to drive it all the way to his new house. First of all, how did they even know where I live? I oh, was going right. to ask was, you that. It was written on. It was written on the crate. Of course it was. Of course, I've just figured that out. <laughs> of course he <it> was, <laughs> and um, and they dropped it off. It was so sweet of them. I just thought that was so kind. Like you don't That's have to do that. Above and for... beyond. I mean, because I'm a I'm a scumbag, dude. I'm drinking that. If I get that, oh, at my yeah. front, I'm I'm sorry, mate. I, I'll I'll admit that on the, on this podcast on the internet right now. If if your alcohol ends up at my house for some reason, it's gone. I'm so, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. gone. It's, it's not my pro. It's not my bad. It's you know. <laughs> it's it's, it's gone, mate. So. It's a, a to me. It's like a, a blessing from the universe. I must have earned this somehow. Yeah. But no, yeah. I had a like whoever you. I think it, it was the correct address. But I've been living in my house for probably five six years. And one Christmas, I get this box, and and I'm you know I don't even look at the name on it. Um. I open it and it's a bunch of snacks and like a nice, you know, like a, a, you know, some sort of party spread. And I'm nice. like, 
who sent me this? I look, it's to some name that I'm like, I've lived here five years. You know, if this is the person who lived here before me, that's on, that's on whoever sent it for not having an updated address book. I'm eating this. (laughs) Correct. You know what there needs to be? There needs to be a cutoff period from the moment you move into a new address you're going to get mail for the pre- for the previous owner. It's just part of the process. It's it's what happens, okay? It's mm-hmm. up to you if you want to bundle it up and take it to the – or forward it on or whatever you want to do with it, right? That's up to you. You are the new owner of that house. It's your right to do what happens. Whatever happens to that mail is up to you. But I feel – I feel there does need to be a cutoff period where after, say, two months – I'm being reasonable here – you should be able to do whatever you want with it. And I mean, like, Christmas cards – you know, I'm searching for money now. Okay, yeah. I'll 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 pre- I'll pretend to have like an Aunt Janet and stick her card on the mantelpiece. I'm fine with that. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? I'll, I will I will take I will take that money, Janet. Thank you very much. Do you know what I mean? Because 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 your your nephew or niece, Auntie Janet, should have told you you moved house a long time mm-hmm. ago, Janet. And and you're the victim here too, Janet. Okay. <laughs> so so what I'm gonna do, Janet, is I'm gonna make sure that this money goes, you know, is, is spent productively and goes to a loving home. I think that's the least you can do. So, yeah. you know, yeah, if I get that's... any I've been in I've been in this house now for a few years. If if I get any mail that's not for me, it's for me. It's for yeah. me. Yeah, unless it's a medical bill for my kids and they have my ex-wife's name on it, then I'll give it to her. That's for her. That's the, no, no, because no, because <laughs> No, because that's a serious legal situation. If it's addressed, it, it needs to go to her. That's that's you know what I mean. Right, you, right. Yeah, it, yeah, if yeah. Otherwise, name, otherwise there's confusion, the <laughs> and the hospital's like, hold on a minute, this was supposed to come from a Mrs. It's not supposed to come from a Mr. Jeff. Oh, you've just confused the whole system, and 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 you know, there's like administrative problems there, and there's lots of delays. You know what I mean? You don't want to complicate things. I get rid of those kind of things. Like bills, that doesn't. That's. I'm not talking about bills. I'm talking about like. Like subscription services, beer, food, you know, uh, movie tickets, discount off pizza. I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking about the real sort of important, sort of the real important stuff that comes through your door. You know, I mean, not bills and things like that. You don't need to concern yourself with those. Get get move on from those. I think. Yeah. The, after this conversation, it's also a good time to uh, remind you, folks, about my sponsor, uh, Flaviar. Uh, they yeah. will not. I knew that was off. coming. I knew that. I knew that was coming. Like he's going to drop a Flavio plug sponsor. any second, any second now. He's going to he's going to plug Flavio, and I'm going to look like a right dick. All right. No, no, but... no. You you were talking about a craft beer service. Flavio is. <laughs> oh yeah, the beer service was was crap. Flavio is much better. Much yeah, much better. Yeah, that's that's who you got to use. And use the link in the show notes so they know I sent you, and you you get a discount too. <laughs> and genuinely, if I was using Flavia, I wouldn't be out of whiskey right now. That's that's true. You, it, I'd it, have I'd have door. some I'd have some in my house. So we've all we've all learned something today. There we go. Yeah, it's I tell you know I realize how much of an alcoholic I am sometimes when I'm like, oh, see here, that's a rookie move. What you should do is you have hidden bottles throughout the. <laughs> Like I, I even I have two nice um what am I why am I forgetting the uh decanters? Two very nice decanters that I make sure I just pour the you know, just one's Crown Royal, one's Canadian Club. It's not even expensive whiskey. And yeah. it's like I, I need to keep these somewhat full because even if it looks like I'm running out, I have extra. So the last 
when I get down to here on a bottle, I will pour uh -huh. this into a, a decanter. So I always know there's always at least one or two more drinks okay. uh, yeah, 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 of whatever, yeah. whatever I may, uh, whatever I may need. And then I, I have, yeah, I have a decanter as well. And um, I always make sure there's some in there, not because I'm planning ahead or for emergency purposes, just because when it's at least somewhat full, it, I, it does feel a little bit like I'm in Mad Men, but when it's <laughs> empty, I'm not in Mad Men. I'm, 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 I'm just in lounge pants, just being a loser. <laughs> You know what I mean? But at least if there's some in there, I can pretend I'm classy just for a little bit. Oh, yeah. That's you know? uh, that's what I like to do when I day drink. It's, it's like, you know, I'm basically like Don Draper. I'm not I'm not wearing a nice suit, not mm. really doing anything productive, but uh, I am drinking during the day. So, yeah. you know, we have that in common. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't had a I haven't had a day drinking session in. I mean, literally years pre COVID. OK, a couple of years now. And I've got my first day drinking session post fatherhood next Saturday. Oh, I'm beyond excited, beyond <laughs> excited. So you're, you're going to, you're going to love this. It's a chicken wing and bourbon festival. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. I'm more than a little bit excited, right? Um, by the time this podcast goes out, I've probably gone missing. So it's been a pleasure, everyone. Thanks for watching me on YouTube and TikTok and all that. It's been a pleasure, but I, I'm probably missing in action now. And <laughs> this myself is the and, last content. <laughs> yeah, myself and a friend of mine who, 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 who is the equivalent of Don Draper in my life. He taught me everything I know about uh, radio advertising and all that stuff when I was working in radio on the commercial side. Um, he, uh, he, he became a father recently too. So, so this is like our first sort of time out um you know together where it like for one day we we can we can just go crazy and we did, did on the one condition that we do come home at the end of the day <laughs> and that we bring wings home with us now mm. i'm gonna i'm gonna try and bring some wings home with me that might be a I'm, hard ask <laughs> i'm gonna be i'm gonna be out of my mind drunk on a train holding wings how am i supposed to not eat them i mean yeah, I, I don't know what but... that's gonna be so hard <laughs> Yeah, that 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 seems like an a bit of an unreasonable request. But you I, know, I mean, I, the... I'll try. I'll try and bring some home. But yeah, well, my wife knows that probably isn't the case. But I'll make it up to her with a McDonald's or something. I don't know. Hey, that but, that's how drunk Jeff eats got started. It's like I'm drunk and I'm hungry and I'm gonna order shit that I that commercial on TV. Yeah. That looked good. I'm gonna order this. And yeah. uh, why not film it and put it on the internet so I, it can be called content <laughs> yeah. instead it, of it, alcoholism? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, content instead of alcoholism is probably like how 90% of shows got made. So don't worry about it. <laughs> but but <laughs> is this crazy? Yeah, let's put it on Netflix, dude. Okay, and then, and then off it goes. You have a show. But, um, but uh, honestly, the, the best thing about and we'll move on from drinking at some point we're we're okay ladies and gentlemen we're we're all right it's, it's okay it's com it's comedy relax all right the for me dude the best thing about going out and drinking is coming home and eating mm -hmm. that is my favorite part and at the end of the night if i don't have access to a big pile of greasy disgusting food i get angry <laughs> i get so angry well that's that night's ruined i have yeah. to have it i have to have something insanely bad for you covered in cheese and death 
I, I have I have to have something and and empty empty seven bottles of bottles of hot sauce on top of that and then we can talk and then it's just <laughs> take the rest of my money whatever money is left from this night out take it I'm gonna eat that thank you very much and yeah the eating at the end is 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 the why does everything taste so good when you're drunk why is everything so delicious that's it's the best bit yeah I don't uh I don't know what it is uh but yeah it's uh that's honestly that's the the other the other side of that is that's why I really uh shy away from uh smoking weed or eating edibles because I I look at like uh, I <laughs> I did edibles one time and I remember I ordered food a good amount of food got yeah. delivered I ate it right. I then sat on my couch 30 minutes later and thought god I'm hungry why didn't I order food I went on, ordered more food, a lot of food, ate it. An hour later, I'm like, God, I'm starving. Did I order food yet? Ordered another large meal. The next day, I felt like I, I gained 70 pounds. And uh, I go through my Uber Eats, and I'm like, I spent $85, and I got three large meals delivered to me in, in a two-hour span. So uh, that's why I feel this way. <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. Like I say, I'm going to the gym in the morning. I'm really trying. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. And I do though. That's the thing I do. I do because, because especially since like, again, COVID and everything and, and everyone just sort of like stuck at home, but kind of like my job is kind of home based anyway, making content and recording things and writing content. It all happens here. I'm, 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 I'm at home right now. So for a long time going to the gym was like, the one time I could definitely get out of the house and definitely have like a change of scenery, get some fresh edge, do, do something else. But you know, as your listeners have gathered now, dude, I'm not a healthy man. <laughs> I just, I just, it's more of a mental thing because you know, mentally it sets me up for the day and just wakes me up. And I just, I feel better when I've been to the gym for like half an hour, 45 minutes, but yeah, to look at me like, yeah. <laughs> if, if, there, I'm a I'm a sweaty man, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm a sweaty man. There, there is no stronger endorsement for marriage than this statement. You are like a divorce away from being me. <laughs> <laughs> when fifty percent of the that's time, it. you don't can have, have to worry that? about anything. <laughs> can I have that as a review on my website? He's a divorce away from being me. <laughs> Jeff Macalino, can I can I have that in can I have that in writing? A nice cheesy picture of you, Armstrong, <laughs> like an estate agent. Just he's a, he's a divorce away from being me. Like, I'm nearly there, I'm nearly there. I tell you what I'll do. I'll eat my wife's wings next Saturday night. I say like, I'm not eating your wings. I'm not eating your wings because I'm one wing away from Jeff Macalino. <laughs> that sounds like a country music song. A good one. <laughs> oh god, yeah, that's uh. But as again, as I said, there's no stronger endorsement for marriage than that. <laughs> <Am I? laughs> there. Although, shout out to my wife. It was her, it was actually the, the Wing and Bourbon Festival was entirely her idea. I had no idea it was even happening. She said, "You should go to that." I said, "Yeah, you're right. You're right. See ya." <laughs> 
So maybe, I don't know, she's trying to get me out of the house or something. I don't know. I should read between the lines, I guess. But it's wings and bourbon, dude. I'm going. <laughs> hey, in, in fairness, when my marriage started to, to fall apart, she really tried to encourage me to start going out more. So oh, uh... no. Was, was that what it was? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's like, I'm wondering if she was like trying to prepare me to have a social life after she left or uh, <laughs> if she was just like, please, I don't want to hear or see you just as much time as you can be away. <laughs> you know, he's going to need some friends. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to need somebody because I'm not that's, dealing with him. <laughs> that's why that's I'm what's leaving. <laughs> that's what's happening right now. I'll send him to where there's wings and whiskey. He'll love that. I won't see him again. See ya. <laughs> then I'll come home with a, a little cardboard box of chicken bones and lettuce. <laughs> yeah. here, here, here you go, darling. Here you go. I've, I tried. I really tried. I love you. Hey, what you, you, you got to throw out the, you got to throw it out before you get home. Uh, if you eat <laughs> yeah, it, just, yeah, yeah. you know what? Say someone mugged you on the train. Like, yes. Some drunk guy someone. stole the chicken wings. A, a drunk guy mugged me. He took my chicken, and uh, what could I say? I've done it. We've all done it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to get in a fight with a drunk asshole who steals, no, stole no, the no, wings. No, no. What, what, what I'm was not, I supposed I'm not, to do? I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting over wings. I'm not fighting over wings. I'm only kidding, of course. I'd absolutely fight to the death over wings. I love them that much. Um, but yeah, yeah. Some kind of drunk video or something. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I need to. I, I'd love to just do something like that where where. Um, I'm heavily intoxicated, but I think I love your advice. Edit everything after, like the next day with a clear head. Edit with a clear head. Because I guess when you're drunk, you'd be like, do you know what? I'm I'm just going to upload the whole six hours. I'll just post it all. It's yeah, all this gone. This is gold. <laughs> all, all of it's gold. No one's, no one's going to turn this off. They're going to watch it on repeat. I'm going to get a million, million views. It's going to be great. This is going to be the thing that breaks me. <laughs> yeah, this is the one. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is I say that every time I post a video. I This is the one. This is it. This is it. Net tomorrow night, Stratosphere. That's it. This is going to be big. And then it's like, you have four views. And then you just cry and then reach for the whiskey. And then it's empty. And then you go, oh, God. Um, but, you know. Yeah. They're not yeah, all like uh, that. They're not all like that, of course. You know, youtube.com slash Chris Devon. They're not all that bad. You know, some good ones. The link is in the show notes, folks. Hey, go, uh, one thing, one thing I need to I need to plead to people listening to this. Go go to the YouTube page. You'll see a link for his. You'll also see a link for mine. Just hit that goddamn subscribe button. I don't understand. I was ranting about this uh this weekend. I was I was I'm acting in my first feature film. And I was mm. talking to, to two of my co-stars. I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, and I, the, talking about the podcast and having a YouTube channel. And they're both like, oh, quick, uh, what's your YouTube channel so I can subscribe? And I'm like, thank you. It means so much to me because I have gone to friends' houses who have watched videos and like, they're like, oh, do you have a new one out? I'd love to pull it up right now and watch it. And they'll, Jeff Macalino, pull it up. I'm like you're not subscribed to my mm. channel. Mm. <laughs> you mm. you even want to see the new videos, but you can't hit subscribe. Do, oh, do you Lord. know it's free? <laughs> Preach, Jeff. Just keep this going, man. I'd, oh, Matt, we could get two hours out of this. Oh, man. <laughs> 
And if you're listening to this and you have some kind of content creating endeavor on the go, you'll know exactly what we mean when we say getting that first 100 subscribers is pain, pain, and more pain. Mm-hmm. You think to yourself, I've got a new channel. The first milestone on YouTube is 100 subscribers. Everyone wants to get to that first 100 as early as possible. And you think to yourself, well, that's easy. I know 100 people. <laughs> you thought you did. You thought you did. I've oh. got 600 Facebook friends. That's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Highlight all. Invite. Yeah, we've all done that. We've all mm-hmm. done that. Get you nowhere. Get you nowhere. I, 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 dude, it's the toughest milestone to hit. And I don't get it. I don't understand why. To get the first 100 followers, subscribers, podcast subscribers, YouTube subscribers, it's it's like pulling teeth. Now, I get it because obviously it's a brand new channel. You haven't made a lot of content yet. So I, I completely understand. Right. But but when you're sort of begging and pleading friends and family, please check this thing out. I'm trying to get it off the ground. Please, I'm trying so hard here. And um, and, get, and getting getting anyone to make that commitment and hit that subscribe button is, what is it about hitting that subscribe button that really feels like I am I am pledging my life to this content creator? No, you're not. You're just making me feel nice. You yeah. just release. You're just helping me to release some goddamn endorphins without spending forty pounds. Do you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. And it's a lovely feeling when you wake up one morning, you check your numbers. You're all doing it. You check your numbers and go, I've got a subscriber. Someone out there in on the internet, in the internet world has gone, I like him. And it just, it does, it makes your day. I don't know what that says about me. I'm just, I don't know, I'm an actor. Come on, my ego is out of control. But it, it, it's, it's, it's so nice. It's so nice to know that your work, your, your content, even if it's just silly stuff like the daft stuff I make, is appreciated. So when you do get a new subscriber, it means a lot. It genuinely does. So please subscribe to Jeff because he makes good stuff, man. And this is a lovely podcast and follow his YouTube. He's an entertaining dude. And I want to hear more about this movie as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get into that for sure. But yeah, it, it's amazing. And I, it's just, to be fair, until I started this whole podcast comedy type adventure, which is yeah. a year and a half ago, I I want I think I probably would ignore people who are like uh, invite you to like this Facebook page and it's like if I'm if I see it and I I usually ignored it yeah. sometimes I'd hit it but now it's like yeah invite me to like your sh- if this is your company your your mm. your podcast whatever yeah I'll hit like I'll probably hit so that it doesn't show up in my feed but but I'll still hit like <laughs> yeah. because yeah. You yeah. know, I'll subscribe. I'll mute. To I'll mute your ass immediately. <laughs> yeah, but still, I, I, the, you'll get the number. You know, you'll get yeah, the man. number. Yeah, man. I, I hit the, I hit like anytime I see. I'm like anybody I follow on Instagram that I can see is trying to promote something that they did. Yeah. Uh, again, whether it be entertainment or like, I one of my friends has a marketing company. Everything she puts up, I'll hit like if I see it. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not on social media much, but across the social medias, I will rate your podcast five stars on apple and spotify or and and on imdb 10 stars on imdb it's like just it takes no time it's free you know how much those things matter to because it just lends credibility but it's so weird when you feel like you're 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 sort of pledging your commitment to this thing and it's like 
You're not really. I mean, yeah, I, mean I, I follow, I, I mean, I follow what? I follow uh, hundreds of people on Twitter. I, I must see like the same 20, 30 people on there every day. Like I don't see the people I followed seven years ago. I don't see them. They disappear because in, in this, in this modern age, this awful modern age, we've got this thing called algorithms. Mm-hmm. And you're not even seeing the stuff you follow half the time. It's right. really annoying. It's really, really annoying. And it's harder than ever to get noticed because it, it's it's weird, isn't it? How and I'm not going to be too miserable old geezer about this, <laughs> but but like social media, the internet in general was like supposed to give you access to to to, to things that you never even imagined possible. It's supposed to give you access to you know, information superhighway, right? You can literally learn anything you want about anything. You can find out, you know, anything you want, what's happening, you know, 8,000 miles away right now. You can do it. But actually, social media and, and when you get into content creation, you learn about how to sort of optimize your content and reach as many people as possible. You find yourself putting yourself into a box as much as you can so that mm-hmm. people in the same box will go, oh, you're in my box. Hello there. I like you. You like this box, I like this box, but the box is tiny. Because it's like everything's now in a sub, 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 subculture of about six people that are all into the same thing. And they're the only people you see on social media. And it's it's really frustrating. Like, no, I want to see more people. And and I find it really, really funny when I have a video that does blow up, that does go viral on, say, TikTok or Instagram or something like that. And um and suddenly you get this incredible confidence boost because then you see people that n- would never normally click on your stuff, would never normally give you the time of day, but they've come across your content because you are currently viral. You are everywhere. You're spreading like an illness, okay? So they're <laughs> seeing your stuff. And, and suddenly you've got these people who you have nothing at all in common with, nothing at all, but they... They find your stuff and this is the great thing about comedy because like that's how important laughter is because you'll have nothing in common with these people, but straight away, instant follow, instant subscribe. My God, you are brilliant. I'm going to follow your stuff. It's like me and you should never even know we exist. Like this is so weird. And it's little moments like that where the internet is like, oh no, actually, hold on. This is brilliant because I didn't even know this person existed five minutes ago. They didn't know I existed. And, 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 and we've got this connection now. And, you know, I find myself with, with, with like videos that, especially on TikTok recently, I've had a few go viral, like quite in quite close succession in the past few months. And you see the same faces return and come back and leave more comments and go, keep posting these. I'm watching them all. I'm binging them all. It's great. And it's like, dude, we have nothing in common but you've decided to 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 become a fan and when those people do follow and engage and they show you and prove to you that you are are actually making a difference to someone's life just by cheering them up a little bit each day for 15 seconds or whatever it is um it's it's a great it's a great feeling it's a great feeling but your goddamn friends and family can't even (laughs) click subscribe i mean lazy lazy you know these are people these are supposed to be your loved ones and they can't even be bothered. Ditch yeah. them, I say. Strangers are way better. Way better. <laughs> it's so funny when when that uh, when that moment happens. Uh, uh, it's 
it, but it, but it's frustrating <laughs> and it's like god come on but you you have an iphone and you haven't gone on and just hit five stars on on apple Podcasts. why why yeah although i will say i've i'm finally past the point that like i don't know how many five star how many reviews i have on apple last i checked i think it was 90 or something like that um I went out on a date with a girl and she said, your podcast is really doing well. You know how many five-star reviews you have on Apple? I'm like, no, please tell me because I haven't checked in a week. <laughs> uh, and she knew when I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. I mean, it, it's nice, I guess, that she did her homework. <laughs> that's Maybe. Hey. Uh, that's 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 a positive sign man she's showing interest in your work i like that very much yeah it's just you know i mean <laughs> you know it's it's like are you at the stage in 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 your in your relationship where you're ready to start showing her drunk jeff eats because that's like a whole other level of commitment isn't it do you know what yes. I mean? like listen to the podcast watch my new feature film coming out soon there's also this thing where I get really, really hammered <laughs> and then eat pizza on the internet, Rick and Morty style. But, you know, we'll watch that in a few weeks. We'll see how things progress first. You know what we, I mean? We need to have had sex at least three times. Yeah, so exactly. You'll have right. seen me in a more compromising yeah. position than what you're about to see. Because <laughs> that's the other thing. Us content creators have got content that we like. We, we, it's out there, but we, we don't want to remind you that it's out there. Oh, yeah. We, don't, don't dig too deep, okay? <laughs> Oh yeah, I have. Um, yeah, there's there's a bunch that it's like eh, maybe I should. Even some podcasts I've done where it's like uh, part of me is like I don't know if I when I started I did my first two episodes were solo episodes where I just talked into a microphone. They're horrible. I I, I when I first started I sent it. One of my buddies respond replied. He's like, "Well, I like the ad read." <laughs> i'm like the other 30 minutes though of actual content not not yeah, not, I like not the good agree, huh? dude, yeah. <laughs> we so gotta have like, a yeah. I, I should pull those but first of all i number the episodes so then i i'm ocd about that so if episode like one yeah. and two and yeah. four go missing it'll just drive me insane as a you know <laughs> but yeah it's when people are like oh yeah i'm gonna start listening from the beginning i'm like don't do that don't, don't, do, that. don't, don't do that never go back to the beginning never go back to the beginning of any um podcast there's three things in life that you do not watch from the start the terminator the office and podcasts <laughs> go go from number two go from two onwards you'll be fine You'll be fine. Just don't worry about what came before. It's it gets it's a bit of a mess. There's some good, some bad, but go from two, it'll be a smooth experience. But you've got to have a thick skin, us actors, haven't we? Not that we do, of course, but we've got to have one. Especially when you make your own content as well. I um I spend most of my time in this studio narrating audiobooks and um and I've stopped reading reviews on Audible because just like iTunes podcasts, it works very much the same way. Um, and, uh, and, and I stopped reading the reviews because even though there are plenty of positive ones and nice ones, there was one book that I did a few years ago, this, this, this horror novel, um, by Adam Neville and, uh, my God, ama amazing book and an amazing experience to, to do a book like that. Um, first horror novel I'd ever done and, oh God, it was so good. And I really enjoyed it. And, and 
the author loved it, which was which was a, a huge a huge honor. You know, he's had his books made into Netflix movies and all this, and 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 he was happy with my work. And I thought that's that's a, a badge of honor. I'm happy with that. Yeah. And there was like 100, 150 reviews or whatever. And, you know, most of them talked about the book. They didn't talk about me, you know. And yes, I've read them all. Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. Um, this is why I don't, I, I won't read them again, because even though there were lots and lots of wonderful things in there, there was this one guy, right? There's this one guy, Jeff. Out of 150, there's this one guy. Not only did he not like what I did, but he is somehow, he was talking about how he's created some sort of, programming code where every time he goes on audible everything i've done is automatically filtered out jesus <laughs> like, something like that he's like i have now i have now set it set up my settings so that i no longer see anything narrated by this person he hated it that much that is deep he's, that's he's, deep hatred <laughs> he's edited me out of the world out of his life it's like like if he stumbled across like my name or something by accident, he could always click on the little five minute preview and go, oh, oh, that's that's that Chris Devon. I don't like him. I, I, I won't bother with that book. No, no, no. He's gone. He's gone the extra mile. He's making sure that my presence is eradicated from his life just in case he stumbles into me again. Wow. Wow. I mean, I, I had I a drink that night. I had a drink that night, mate. I kind of look forward. I don't, I have not encountered that personally, but I kind of look forward to it. Like yeah. I, 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 I check my, because the podcasts are now on IMDb and I go on every week and I, I'll put the new episode in and all that stuff. You have to manually do it. Yeah. Um, and uh, one day I, I went from having a 10 star rating to uh, it dropped uh, like a point. This was when I had like six or seven votes and I looked and someone gave me a one star rating and I'm like, that's kind of cool. I'm like, I kind of dig that because that means someone hated me so much. They didn't even like no podcast is really a one star. If you give a one star rating, you are just saying, I hate this person. I despise their existence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, There's not a one star movie that it, you're, you're making a statement to just say that this thing. So I was kind of like thrilled. I'm like, somebody yeah. hated me so much they gave me one star. Then it disappeared. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Were they just doing that just to test it out? I'm yeah, like, and I kind of wish that. I... Now, I'm not encouraging people to go on and give me a one star rating on IMDb, please. But <laughs> it depends where, because in, in some places on the Internet, sometimes any rating, good or bad, is good for you. And, mm -hmm. and, and will push you further up the rankings because it's about engagement. It's about getting more people talking about you. Social media works in this way. So when I get negative comments on my videos, I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it, man. It's great. And um, I got one on a comedy sketch I posted a couple of months ago. I was on holiday in the beach and um, and I did like a quick, like this stupid little 10 second sketch on the beach. And uh, it got lots and lots of views on Instagram. Um, but the first comment was, um, something like, uh, oh, if, if you call this comedy, then you need to stop or you need to like, you know, don't quit the day job or leave the comedy business or something like that. Like you shouldn't be in the comedy business. If you think this is funny, you don't understand comedy at all, you know? And, um, and I, and I, and I, I, sometimes I click like, because I think that might annoy him a bit and it just oh, makes yeah. me, it makes me chuckle. Just, it just makes me giggle just to click like, but I do not engage with them because I know they want attention and, 
it's just going to get, it's just going to spiral. But my friends jumped in and argued on my behalf, which was so sweet yeah, and so that's... lovely. But again, you know, they, they had a bit of back and forth. It never really went anywhere. And of course they get bored, disappear and go back to playing Minecraft. But that's, that's, that's <laughs> it. But, but, but the negative comments on on places like Instagram and YouTube, you know, for, for, for content creators, they're also helpful because comments in general are a good thing. If you're getting comments, then mm-hmm. the, the Mark Zuckerberg, you know, he gets a little twitch and he starts vibrating and he goes <laughs> and, and he starts vibrating and sort of, you know, he sort of, you know, pulls all those wires out of his back and he's like, oh, no, this is a good one. Um, and um, <laughs> I, I apparently that's what he does. I don't know. Something like that. And um, and and it's good. It pushes you up the rankings. It gets you seen by more accounts and things like that. So by all means, lay into me on social media. Bring the hate. Bring it. Yeah, yeah. It's I did. Um, I I don't remember if I told this story on the podcast, but uh, presumably, if people followed me on on Facebook, yeah, I went. I stopped doing it because I don't. I didn't really notice any improvement. But occasionally, I'd like pop five dollars to pay Facebook to to prom, You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and they'd say they reach people, and then I think it it legitimately did reach people, but they didn't listen to the podcast as a result they just but but some one particular episode i got like six comments that were like why is this trash on my feed whoa like why is this shit and one person i i deleted those comments uh or hid them so that they you know because i didn't didn't particularly want those to be the first thing someone saw when they saw the post. Yeah, yeah, but, of course. Yeah. But one guy, his name was Richard. He's like, why is this stupid asshole showing up on my feed? And I responded saying, it's called advertising. And unfortunately, I focused on old crotchety old men named Richard. Have a nice day, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he actually <laughs> responded with a some sort of gif you know as, and i'm like yeah, you know, yeah. that, that was good he you know that was fine yeah i think he he liked my response or uh you know maybe he got more irritated but yeah. it was a and he it legitimately was i looked at his profile and he's like it's like a 75 year old man and and it's mm-hmm. like what well, i don't even know why you're on facebook but and also not who i'm trying to advertise to frankly nothing better to do than to just be negative online us just awful isn't yeah it? and that's my uh, thing is it's like you see it's a paid advertisement like when you, you scroll do, yeah, across yeah. them you see that it's an ad do you not do, you know you're old enough that you know you remember what when you watch tv there's those things called commercials that's kind mm. of what that Same is thing, right it's, it's an ad yeah that's that's yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my kids don't know what commercials are. They like watching live sports. They're like, "Why can't you fast forward the commercials?" Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, that's not how live TV works at all." <laughs> no. You know, ne- negativity on 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 social media is like a real it's it's a real problem because you know the internet is a public place, and you know, um, and anyway, th- th- these negative comments, I-, I do my best to rise above them and ignore them and try not to respond or rise to it or give them any attention. Well, folks, all of your favorite actors, your favorite artists, all your favorite content creators who are on social media, if you are enjoying their content and you see that they get some negative responses, hopefully your heroes are doing the same thing. They're ignoring it. They're not letting it bother them. They're just going to carry on doing the great work that you know and love. 
but they've rehearsed every response in the bathroom mirror. I promise you that. <laughs> yeah. They've read them all, they've rehearsed every response, and they've shouted them to themselves in the bathroom mirror. <laughs> you know, I had a, a video on Twitter that did really well um, when I, I posted a... Um, uh, a video uh, making fun of a video that was making fun of someone um, sort of like Inception but for idiots um, <laughs> and it was uh, Amanda Holden um, actress slash radio presenter slash TV presenter slash professional famous person uh, from the UK who posted this really creepy pretentious video of, of her, her lovely day in Sicily and how rich and successful and, 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 and loaded she was so I did a response illustrating how fat and sweaty and broke I am <laughs> and it went viral on Twitter. And uh, one of the comments was, poor Chris Devon um, making fun of Amanda when he knows full well he can't even get the bearded woman from the circus. And I wanted to say, how dare you call me poor? Um, <laughs> but, I, but I didn't. I didn't. I, I was so, mate, I was so close to saying it. But do you know what? I've seen Twitter hate. Every time you go on Twitter, you see Twitter hate. It's a really toxic place these days. Like I'm, I can't get involved in that. I'm not going to get involved. I just, I just did what I always do with my bad jokes. I tell my wife, I wait for her to laugh, even if it's forced, and then we move on. <laughs> and then we move on. No one needs to see. No one needs to see more negativity coming from me. No one needs to see me rising to that hate. You got to, you got to just breeze past it. So I just clicked like, and I moved on. I moved on, but you know, my wife, my wife has to hear all those things. Poor girl. Yeah. No wonder she's sending me away to eat wings for the day. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> the, um, I am, uh, I am dreading. I, I'm so looking forward to it, but also so dreading the, the day that this movie comes out because I'm one of four leads. Uh -huh. It's a comedy movie and it's about four dudes who are just not, not that bright. Um, so it's, a, okay. you know, I, I think it's funny. It's fun on set. You never know how these things are going to edit together and, and how they're going to play on a, on a, you know, in, in a movie. That's, that's not my job. My job is to show up and act, but I know because of the type of movie it is, comedies always get shit on by critics to begin with. Um, and, uh, there's going to be some things that are borderline offensive. So, you know, some uh -huh. people are going to. But I know at some point they're going to make some sideways comment about me being a bad actor or uh, um, in, in I, I literally had a dream. I was reading a movie review and they're like, this would have been a great movie if they got a real actor to play Stuart instead of this podcadster. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, You're already having the dreams, man. I already had the dream. Oh, and mate. I'm like, I need to prepare myself for that because yeah. it's going to happen. Like, look, the movie could be hugely yeah. successful and and 99 out of 100 reviews might say my acting was brilliant but there's going to be one that's going to make a comment like that it's just going to be you know maybe not saying the movie would be perfect if you just replace yeah. this one asshole but, yeah, but, but there's going to be that one that's the thing there's always going to be that one because the internet is a public place you're mm -hmm. not going to be able to please everybody so it's just you just know it's coming, don't you? Because you you can't kind of switch that off, can you? You you, you can't help but see like what's the response to this going to be? And I'll be the set the moment, mate. The moment this podcast episode comes out, like what 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 are they going to think of this 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 random ass 
British moron <laughs> in his sweaty white T-shirt in his in his shed in, in England. Like, what, what are they going to think of this idiot? Like, who is this guy? And, and, and straight and, and, you know, you do it all the time. You doubt yourself all the time, don't you? Like every single podcast mm-hmm. I've ever guested on, every single time I thought to myself, well, why do they want me? No one's heard of me, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and, and you, doubt, you doubt yourself immediately, immediately. So when the movie comes out, not to make you even more nervous, but <laughs> an actual feature film, Jeff, of which you are one of four leading roles, okay? Mm-hmm. You're the Stuart. Remember, you are you are you are one of the main guys in this big deal, man. This is a big deal, <laughs> huge moment. I mean, it is, it is, it's huge, and I, 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 I'm, I'm excited for you, but I don't want to get you into trouble. How much can you tell us about, you know, when this is gonna sort of hit our screens? When, when are we gonna be able to to, to enjoy this for ourselves? Do you know that yet? You allowed to say? Or? I don't know for sure, but I can tell you. There was a, a news article um, out about uh, us filming at a local uh, bar or restaurant. Uh-huh. Uh, I was not in that scene, so I was not actually at that location. But in that article, it said likely to be released in June or July of 2023. Right. Okay. Um, so right. based on that, that's what I'll go with. <laughs> All right. Good. All right. Good. I'm excited. It's it's got worldwide DVD and video on demand contracts already. They're they're trying to make it a theatrical release, maybe. But yes, yeah. oh man, I can't wait! I can't wait! I'm excited for you. I am. I am. And I tell you what, what 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 I might what I might do actually, what I might do to help you as a friend, what I might do for you, Jeff, because it might help you with the with the nerves. Because if you've already got like, what is it? What what month? Well, as we're recording this, you've got. Still quite a few months to go before this thing comes out, right? Mm-hmm. Could be nine, nine, ten months before this thing even comes out. You don't want to be having those nightmares for the next nine, ten months, do you? No. You know, <laughs> you want to get some sleep between now and then. So why don't we sort of make a deal right now that as soon as this movie comes out, I will post the negative review. <laughs> that you've been dreading that you know because no because then you can mentally prepare for it because you already know what it's going to be and yeah. we'll write we'll write it together okay we'll agree on the words together we'll write we'll, we'll script it all out <laughs> we'll write the review together so that when it comes out i will post it straight away one star it would have been great if they didn't have jeff oh my it, he ruined the whole thing <laughs> He was it's so changed, fat and sweaty. <laughs> it's changed. It's changed my outlook on movies. I no longer want eyes. You know, it, it, I, I'll, I'll, we'll write this together. So then, you know, it's coming. You know, it's coming. That's, uh, you know what? I, I would say you should, you should actually do that. I'll and, be that uh, guy. But, but, but rate the movie nine stars and say this would have been a perfect ten if not for. <laughs> I'll give a 10 star review and then completely rip it to shreds. Just just spend the whole thing just trashing me because he's so fat and sweaty. Couldn't they have gotten a couldn't they have gotten a better looking person to play the dumb redneck? He's a terrible actor. He's a poor excuse for an actor. He's terrible. He's not remotely entertaining. The everyone everyone's clearly suffered in his presence. I hope he never acts or speaks or leaves the house again or utters a single word. It was the worst movie I've ever seen, and it's destroyed my faith in entertainment. In, it's, it's destroyed my faith in the human race. Ten stars out of ten. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. No, that's, uh, that is one of those things. I, I had, 
I, I did have this in real life when I did a, a an open mic and one of the comedians, comedians performing at the same open mic as me. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, one of the comedians said something like, yeah, you're a podcaster. And I'm like, feel like that was an insult. <laughs> Like yeah. you're, you're saying you're not a real comedian. You're a podcaster who's trying comedy. And I'm like, I mean, that's not inaccurate. I, I'm much more successful at podcasting than I am at stand-up comedy. And I <laughs> have more fun podcasting. So. Yeah, that's, that's, again, that's the other thing about, uh, about the last, the last few years, especially all of the, uh, the lockdowns and things that we had is that um, more or less every 34 year old white dude started a podcast. Mm -hmm. um we we all we all did it i started a youtube channel okay i i you know that's 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 my sort of that's my burden to bear i'm now inflicting that onto the world um <laughs> but we all needed to have things to do look we can't drink all day and all night we've got to do something between drinks right wow. so so we make youtube videos and podcasts and things like that but let's let's be honest you know some some people are better at it than others and there are all kinds of it does feel like everyone's got a podcast now or everyone's an influencer or everyone's a content creator or everyone's advertising something. And um, it's really weird. It's when my it's when my kids grow up and they start doing something like this. That's that's when it's really going to hit me. And it's like, why? Why is my son sponsored by Lucas? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to be really weird. <laughs> like, I, I had uh, my daughter this summer, one of the one of the camps, it's a week long camps they offer for certain things. And they had a podcasting camp. Wow. And uh, so I picked her up from there every day and um, I'd ask, you know, what would you do this, that she's like, oh, we, we interviewed with some guy who uh, he is a top 3% global globally ranked podcast. I'm like, well, I'm top 2%. So <laughs> maybe you should there you go, right? me. <laughs> there you go. What are they teaching these kids? Yeah, get a real pro in. All right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, but that's the thing. This this is this is a successful podcast and it's a, it's a genuinely brilliant podcast, right? Um, but but I kind of um despite coming from a content background, radio background and and, and all that kind of stuff and, and marketing background and all that sort of lovely media showbiz bullshit um youtube specifically was actually quite a new thing to me and i never really took youtube seriously in like the 10 years it was around before i kind of really got stuck in i tried i tried youtube about 10 years ago and never really got into it i had one video where i ate a huge spoonful of of hot sauce and that did very well Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and I should have I should have known back then, like this is this is where the world is headed. This is exactly where the world is going. And I ended up getting like 5000 views overnight for for eating a tablespoon of ass blaster. And um, <laughs> and and, and, I, and I was thinking I didn't even think to myself back then, should I make more of these? I just thought, no, <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> yeah, right. no, I really hurt. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> So I, I left YouTube in the dust. I just left it behind. I didn't try and build it and just think like if I had actually just sort of carried on and persevered with it from it was 2012, it was from 2012 up until now, who knows how huge my channel would be now after mm -hmm. 10 years of, of eating hot sauce. Can you imagine? But uh, I started a, a new channel again in 2020 and I was, I was new to it all over again. I was, I was new to this thing and like, well, how'd you be a YouTuber? What do people want to see? And, how long should your videos be? What should you talk about? And 
It's like going back to school, you know? And of course it was 2020, it was COVID. So we all had lots of time on our hands. So I tried to learn the ins and outs and um, fell into the sketch comedy stuff if gradually, because I didn't even do sketches in 2020. I was just talking about voiceovers and talking about my voiceover career and recording audiobooks and all that kind of stuff. And like my lovely studio here and just talking about like a vlog, like a vlog type thing really. Yeah. And it, it, it got, it got a bit boring very, very quickly because I thought, well, as every week I make it, I make a video, I'm deliberately trying to force a little bit of comedy in. Like, how do I turn this piece of advice into a little skit? How do I talk about my voice acting auditioning experience, but how do I do it in a funny style? And I just thought you're trying to make comedy, just make comedy. It's clearly what you want to do. And it's followed me for the past 10, 15 years where every job I've had, every role I've had, every creative role I've been in, I've tried to somehow stretch my comedy muscles without calling it comedy. And it got to the point last year where I was like, look, I just love making sketches. I don't know if this is ever going to go anywhere. I don't know if anyone's ever going to enjoy them. I don't get many views. Let's just make sketches. I love it. And to this day, that is all I do. I just try and make stuff that I find funny. I try and make stuff that I like. And fortunately, in the past year, some of the videos have, 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 have completely gone insane and uh, and exploded. So, so I guess I'm supposed to call myself a content creator now, but it's, it's still weird. Uh, a news website uh, called me a comedian last week, and I've, I've never <laughs> called myself a comedian. And I'm scared to do it because all of my heroes are comedians. So I'm genuinely terrified of that word because I think I can't, I can't compare myself to them, you know, and, and this is where like the actor's sensitivity comes in yet again on the yeah. 19th time on this podcast. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, I make comedy. I make people laugh with my comedy. Oh, you're a comedian. No, no, I'm not. You know, I'm still terrified of the word. It's ridiculous. It is, it is stupid. It's stupid because I've, 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 I grew up on it. I, 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 I idolize it and I've got a huge respect for it. And something you said earlier, it is so harshly criticized compared to so many other types of entertainment, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Any any new comedy comes out and people can't wait to tear it apart. Right. But then you but then you talk to comedians on, on shows like this and you think we, we, we're just trying to have some fun. That's literally all we're doing. So, yeah, I, I, I have so much respect for anyone who makes comedy. And one day I'll probably wake up and realize I'm now one of those people. It hasn't happened yet, but. You know, I'll, I'll realize that, that I am actually doing it. Um, but uh, I've just got such a huge respect and admiration for people who do it because it's it's so people are so, people are so goddamn vicious to, yeah. to, towards comedians, especially. And um, everyone's got their own idea of what funny is. And there's someone right now listening to this podcast, having a great time. There's another guy who is thinking. I wonder if that audible dude has got that algorithm to delete Chris Devon from everything. <laughs> I wonder if that audible dude will listen to this podcast. I wonder, I wonder if he, <laughs> I wonder if that kind of programming is easy to set up because I've got to, I've got to remove this guy from, from my life. <laughs> and I guarantee both of those experiences are happening right now. So hello to both of you. That's a, a black mirror episode. I feel <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an algorithm is. to delete a human being out of your life. Oh, 
Yeah, that's a goer. Yeah, that could be good. That's a I, great I, Black Mirror episode. Yeah. One, one thing I've found, as much as I try to, I, I've half written like seven screenplays and I get to a point and I'm like, all right, I need to come back to this because I'm just, I'm shut down on this. Yeah. But things you intend to be comedies really dive into so many different realms i'm like i feel like everything could start as a comedy and just be like shift to horror or shift to sci-fi or or you know again black mirror type stuff i'm like i feel like those two are very i i feel like everything closely relates to comedy because it it's the pure just joy it's happiness yeah. and laughter yeah. So if you start there, you know, it might go down a dark road, but you know, I, I, that's what I think. Cause half the time I'm writing, I'm, I'm like, this isn't a comedy. I like what I've done here, but it's not mm -hmm. funny. But I think a comedy is such a personal thing. Yeah. I think everyone, it matters to everybody, whether they say it or not, whether they sit down and watch, you know, Netflix specials every weekend or not, whether they go to open mics, open mic nights or not everybody has a sense of humor everyone has something that, that tickles them that makes them laugh um it's so personal it's like music everyone has a connection to it even if it's a vague one and i think anyone who participates in it just like has has my undying respect because you're you're, you're bearing your soul basically yeah you know? And, and, and you're putting yourself out there in, in sometimes in like the purest, most raw sense. Um, and again, this is the, this is what, this is what I'm finding after doing it now for a couple of years is I find that the videos where I'm being, again, going back to what we said at the start, my most authentic self are the ones that tend to do quite well. Um, and they feel quite natural. And then I'll try and do something really, really forced because I saw something really intelligent on TV and thought, I want to do something like that, something sophisticated. And and sure enough, it, it gets it gets no views, you know. Um, but try telling a content creator, just be yourself. None of us want to do that. All of <laughs> There's us, a reason it, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, all, of us, all of all of us, all of us are trying to be this perfect version of ourselves which doesn't exist and we're trying to achieve that every single time we turn on the mic and those annoying little ring light things we are trying to be this show busy version the version of yourself that you only see in your dreams or the ones that you daydream about on the treadmill we're trying to be that person but in real life right <laughs> and you're never going to be that person because that person is perfection do you know what i mean like in my dreams I'm the WWE champion. That ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen, Jeff. But in my, mind, <laughs> in, in, my, in my mind, it's it can be done. I can do it. I can do it. I can do that. Never going to happen. But when you're a content creator and the fancy lights go on, you, you're trying so hard to be that person, be that legend. Um, and, of course, we will all fall short of that. And, and even the greatest actors on planet Earth will say, yeah, but... Have I done my best work yet? I'm not sure. And right. to us, that's crazy. That's crazy to, 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 to sit in front of a, a Robert De Niro and have him say, well, I think I've got a better one in me. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, man? Are you serious right now? Um, but yeah, we're all we're all we're all fiercely critical of each other. We all we we don't like ourselves enough, <laughs> any of us. No, 
no, that's that's why we do it. <laughs> yeah, so we just keep doing it. We just keep doing it. But, you know, sometimes we'll have a hit. You know what I mean? Sometimes we'll have something that really, really hits. And I just lo- I love the journey, man. And I love the, 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 the whole process. And I'll come up with something tomorrow. I'll write something and record something tomorrow. And um, um, it, it might be something that turns into six or seven or eight videos. Um, and I just fall in love with the idea. And others might fall in love with it, too. But I don't know. I don't know. Of course, we're also battling the internet, which is just a bastard. Because, yeah. oh, God, have you been there? It's awful. It's awful place. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's the worst place in the you world. Can't please, you can't please anyone on there. Oh, man. Whew. It's a battle, man. But Well, let me... And this film, I'm so, so excited to see it. Um you better send it to me the moment it uh, it hits the shelves because I know you'll be you'll be there on that streaming service hitting refresh at eleven fifty nine <laughs> and you will you will if it comes out on the fourteenth you'll be there on the thirteenth at eleven fifty nine refresh refresh refresh. Uh, I, I had I had some friends and family be like oh we gotta have a a a, a filming like a party like yeah, where we can all watch, watch it party. yeah yeah and yeah, I'm yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah, I need to watch it myself first before I want anyone else to see it. I'm like, I mean, that way I might just be like, you guys have the party. I'm going to dip out while the movie's on. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to it's yeah. hard to watch yourself. I You probably well, maybe maybe you're yeah. more uh, fortunate than me, but putting your your videos together uh do you like when i do it and i'm editing the videos it's like i try not to look at myself like i try to just listen yeah it's hard i i enjoy making them i enjoy editing them and when i've finished editing one that i'm really proud of i'll sit and watch it a few times and think that's my best my best work so happy so happy i go into youtube i upload the video i hit publish Every moment from that point onwards, I hate with a passion. <laughs> I, I am the opposite of what I was when I was making it. I have so much fun making these things, man. I am in here crying, laughing on a weekly basis. And it's been an absolute privilege of my career the last couple of years. I haven't had this much fun being creative since I was in a band at 15. Genuinely, this has been the most fun I've had in so many years in a, in a studio environment. But the moment it's out there, and you watch your baby fly the nest and it's out there in YouTube wilderness or social media wilderness. I'm just so miserable. I'm so, it's just, and it's not just, it's not just, Oh, will it go viral or whatever? It's not that it's just, I'm okay watching it because I wrote it. I made it. i made those acting decisions on the day when the camera was on. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with those editing sort of tricks and things that I, that I did, you know, it's when others see it and it's like, I can't watch their reaction. That's what I find really, really hard when it's just my baby and it's in the studio and no one else sees it, but me, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's an Oscar winner. It's, it's whatever it's, it's what I imagine it to be in my dreams. It's perfect. Right. It's, it's, it's me holding the WWE championship with a six pack and muscles and (laughs) you know what I mean? Never going to happen. But then as soon as it actually goes out there and it's in the world amongst the thousands and thousands and thousands of cat videos and, and, and stuff like that, it's, again, it's just this like sad whiskey drinking bastard in his garage again. And it's like, <laughs> oh, damn it. Damn it. I thought I was cool. You know what I mean? And, and you just beat yourself up so much. But yeah, as soon as others can see it, it's not my baby anymore. It belongs to the world. 
And if the world embraces it, it's like, wow, I'll just make loads of them then. Um, I've posted a sketch every week for the last few weeks called um, When Voiceovers Get the Script Wrong. And it's, it's, just, it's just a typical voiceover script reading environment where someone's advertising something or promoting an event or whatever, but they're just awful at their job, just getting everything wrong. And it's like these classic sort of grammar errors or like, you know, when you like change a bit of punctuation or you change one letter, it becomes a completely different word and with hilarious yeah. results. And it's just a really simple, stupid idea that I had 18 months ago or something. And the video absolutely exploded. And I thought, well, it's okay. It's not, it's not my best idea. I think I've written lots of much, much better, smarter comedy since. But people really, really like those. So I'm just making them like almost every week now. Like I'm making more of them because I just like the joy that it's, it's bringing. And, you know, I don't just want to do these. And we're artists and we want to express ourselves and branch out and do this and this and this and more arty stuff and you know here's an avant-garde seven minute sketch with just me and a dead pigeon it's great <laughs> you know um and um and, and and i want to do more but that when voiceovers get the script wrong for some reason people have really really taken to it and and really really enjoy it and they like me in that voiceover setting in this booth being an absolute moron and if they like that do you know what let's just let them have that and and i'll mm -hmm. go write new stuff on the side so, you know, it's Give the it's, people what they want. <laughs> when pe yeah, no, yeah, exactly. You know, when, when, when you're actually giving people that joyous experience and they are coming back for more, suddenly it takes on a different life. And it's like, okay, now I feel like I've got a bit of a, a sense of duty now. I like, I, I really want them to, to have another one. I post it every Wednesday and it's like, okay, I really want them to just jump into TikTok on Wednesday and go, oh, brilliant, part eight, part nine, part 10. Great oh, great, now I can watch the whole playlist and binge them all. It's like, I don't know. We, we all have those habits, don't we, on streaming services where we just watch a funny video. It's like, oh, my God, he's done loads of these. Awesome. And you sit there and watch them all, don't you? Mm -hmm. and, and, and that usually is what leads to people hitting subscribe. Like, if you've got lots of stuff like that, that's like, I really like, I dig this guy's humor, or I love this show. Oh, my God, I've watched six episodes. It's 3 a.m., you know. <laughs> I love those moments where you just get lost in it. And I love the fact that for the first time in two years, people are having that experience with me, which, which, which hasn't been possible while I've been trying to find my feet with all this. Now that I've sort of got one or two videos or video ideas or themes or topics that people are really, really enjoying, I love the fact that there are now some people out there that are probably waiting till Wednesday to see the next one or waiting till Friday to see the next one. And it's like, oh, great, he's done a new one, awesome. And um, I don't know, that fan experience I've not really had yet. Because with audiobooks, you record the audiobook, it's released, and that's it. Yeah. You, know, you might have a, a, a sequel or, or, or a, a set of a series of books or whatever, but the fan's connection is to the author, not to the narrator. The narrators are like mm -hmm. drummers in a band, you know, they're, 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 they're at the back, you know? Yeah. They pro provide that support role and they are important, but people want to hear what the author has to say. You're just representing the author, really. Whereas with comedy, with videos, it's, it's me. I'm putting myself out there. And um, to, to have a situation now where people are coming back to see me is bloody weird. Because, <laughs> again, I think I'm just an idiot, obviously, like with no value at all. 
but actually people are coming back to see it to see it and it's um it's 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 a it's a privilege and now i think okay i've been watching comedy for 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 literally all of my life if if someone's coming to me because they want to see some comedy i'm i'm going to give it to them i'm going to just i'm going to do whatever i can to just to give them something this week um because uh because life life <laughs> sucks we need to have a laugh you know life's life and this is exactly why i started it you know this is why i did, did it during covid because life was awful it was awful for everybody and um i i i needed to to, to have some kind of fun some kind of escape and uh and that's what we spend hours and hours on the internet for usually for a bit of an escape so yeah yeah if i if i can provide that to someone then that's amazing that's that's a great feeling it's i guess why you do this podcast isn't it you know yeah yeah and uh yeah, no, I could. I, that's exactly it. It's uh, the the thought that someone's actually looking forward to the next whatever that that I'm gonna do. That's exciting, uh, mm. you know. Just to, and and yeah, I I I want to give them that, and I want to keep bringing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you do that, please. Definitely. Yeah, and everyone needs to check out uh, Comedy Beef is the name of the channel, right? Yeah, if comedy beef. <laughs> yeah, basically, if you search for comedy beef, hashtag comedy beef anywhere on the Internet. So any social media platform uh, or on YouTube, hashtag comedy beef, you'll find my stuff. But I'm, I'm Chris Devon on YouTube um, at Mr. Chris Devon on social media and Chris But yeah, hashtag comedy beef. Um, again, it's like the white T-shirt thing that I said earlier. You know, there's no special method to that. I just wear white t-shirts because my wife said I look good in them. That's the only reason I'm in white t-shirts in every one of my sketches. The only reason I put hashtag comedy beef is that at the end of my videos is because um, a friend of mine who knows way more about the internet and way more about these things than I do said, Chris, you need a hashtag. Smart. Five minutes later, I had comedy beef. I don't know if that's what he meant, but <laughs> it works. What it is. Easy to remember too. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you search for comedy beef, it's just loads and loads of videos made by me and the occasional um, TMZ article about comedians that hate each other. <laughs> That's it. So you'll find it. <laughs> well, Chris, I uh, Jesus, we've been talking for a long time. Uh, I apologize for keeping you so long, but uh, this no, no been, worries, man. This time is no fine. I forgot what time we started. I'm like, oh, we're a little over an hour. I'm like, no, we're way over an hour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, an hour and 40, an hour ago? I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Feel free to, like, uh, edit edit most of me out. That's fine. We're, we're going to have to save the algebra equation till next time. Um, <laughs> we're, we, we just don't have the time today. <laughs> Darn no, it. Maths, no maths question you don't want a grown man to cry on this podcast dude come on it it wouldn't be the first time uh, <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna have to think about that <laughs> uh, everyone check chris out all of the links are in the show notes uh and uh hit the damn subscribe button when you go to his youtube page and mine too i get more listeners to the podcast than i have subscribers on youtube i don't understand it uh chris thanks again for coming on man Thank you, man. Thank you. Where's this? That's it. That's all. Hope you had a ball. Thank you so much to Chris. 
uh, for coming on. Again, if you haven't already done so, go hit that damn subscribe button on his YouTube channel and check him out on his other socials as well. If you listen to that advice, I hope you also subscribe to my YouTube channel. I do apologize. I guess I should have brought this up briefly since I mentioned it last week in the intro. Uh, I did lose power uh, and internet for a couple days with Hurricane Ian. Otherwise, I got through quite fine. Uh, Unfortunately, not everyone did. So please, if you have the means uh, or resources, whether it be time, money, or supplies, uh, and you can figure out a way to help out those who were greatly impacted by Hurricane Ian, uh, I would appreciate you doing so. Uh, thoughts and prayers to all of those in Fort Myers and all those areas of hour, hour and a half south of me who got hit the hardest. Um, also, it was, uh, I'll mention this as a, a prequel to episode 100, it was uh, heartwarming to me how many prior guests of the podcast actually reached out to me to, uh, uh, not that they had any need to do so, but uh, I appreciate how many of them did reach out to me just to check if I made it through uh, the hurricane. Okay, so I am appreciative uh, of that. Um, but again, I did. All's good. My YouTube channel suffered in the process because uh, I think it's going to be a couple weeks. I think I'll put up a video I took off my security camera that uh, during the beginning portion of the hurricane um but otherwise you know i'll get back i'll get back on track should be wrapping up the movie this weekend so as you listen to it it's this episode this women want everything movie should be completed uh exciting me and my three co-leads uh were all invited to do an in-studio interview at 1025 the bone here in tampa bay big uh, talk radio station will be well i'm saying we'll be doing that friday night but that will already have happened if there's a link to watch it uh, or listen to it after the fact on the bone website i will link that in the show notes if not you know it's radio you can only listen to it live that's you know how it works um a lot of buzz uh i love a lot of buzz about that movie um So some cool stuff on the horizons with that. Um, And yeah, man, next week, episode 100 um, should be a fun one. Hey, if you're still listening and you want to send in a message, uh, send in a voice message. Try to keep it, you know, under a couple minutes if possible. Uh, But if you do want to send something in, I can't guarantee I'll play it in episode 100. But I guarantee if it's quality... Uh, audio, I will play it at some point soon thereafter, depending on how much time I want to allot in episode 100. But you can uh, email me that at stjmac at gmail.com, and I will uh, be appreciative of it. And uh, again, I'll I'll, I'll throw throw it out there uh, at some point in the near future. So, boom, it's over.